This is the Orange Podcast, conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. Welcome back to the Orange Podcast. Despite the recent good rain, Orange is still in the middle of a drought. It might be a green drought, but it's a harsh reminder to learn that our dams are still only at 30% capacity. To find out more, we're joined by Orange City Council's Water and Sewer Strategic Manager, Wayne Beatty. Hi, Wayne. Thanks for joining us at the Orange Podcast. Can you tell me what's Orange's water situation like at the moment? At the moment, we're sitting at around about uh, 33% of total storage. So when I say total combined storage, we've got two dams here, uh, Spring Creek Dam and Sumer Park Dam. So the combined storage of those is around about 33%. Mm, Okay. Can you explain to me what part the Macquarie Pipeline plays in all of that? Um, yeah, so it's an additional supplier. So what we've got is is just normal catchment runoff into those two storages. Uh, but at the same time, we've got a, a pipeline that comes from uh, the transfers water from the Macquarie River down at Long Point uh, into Sumer Park Dam, which is our main storage here. So what that does, it, it tops up Sumer Park Dam supply and, um, and yeah, it just gets, it gives us access to more water uh, and and diversifies our supply, I suppose. Mm. Um, I do actually have some figures here. If oh, yeah. you if yeah. you so to. say for instance, um, uh, over the last twelve months, say from what we call a water year, which mm-hmm. is between same as a financial year, so between one July through to thirty June. Mm-hmm. So over that time period, we transferred about eleven hundred megalitres of water. The town at the moment uses around about. At this point in time, winter, we don't use as much mm. as in summer, mm. um, but uses around about between 10 and 12 megalitres of water a day. Right. So when you divide that through, yeah. 1,100 divided by about 10, that's about 110 days mm. of extra storage that we wouldn't have had if uh, we didn't have a pipeline from the yeah, Macquarie system. Yeah, so that's How's the forecast looking as we move forward? Is there any modelling that shows what predictions may look like? The catchment conditions now compared to what they were 12 months ago, are completely different. The catchment's saturated and any rainfall now going forward is filling our our storages. This time last year, we were around about the same storage levels, would you believe? But the catchment was dry. Mm. So rainfall wasn't helping at all. Uh, And that's when we relied on the Macquarie system a lot. Mm. Bearing in mind going forward, if we subsequently have, say, normal rainfall over the next six months, we're anticipating that certainly we'll be out of level five restrictions. I'm taking a bit of a guess here, a bit of a stab in the dark, because it relies upon rainfall, obviously. Uh, but I think we'll be out of level five going into level four by the end of August. Oh, well, that's really How's that exciting. for a prediction? You'd be nice to have... <laughs> well, yep, you hear that. Anyway, don't hold me to it, but, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, with that in mind, what's the main message you'd like to get across to residents given that we are still on level five restrictions? The message to keep, I suppose, is is that we're still in drought. Potentially, if if we don't get the rainfall that we are expecting, we may come into a summer again at low, lower storage levels and therefore we need people to keep thinking about reducing demand or reducing their water use in their towns, sorry, in their um, uh, in their houses, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it is so important. And even if we do get a lot of rain, I think it's still great if people can keep an eye on how much water they use. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's 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 important because reducing the amount of water people use even in in good times mm. allows your storages to to last that bit yeah. bit longer. You you're taking more less out of the storage, so therefore you your storages are lasting longer. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. So what is council doing in terms of major projects to secure our city's water in years to come? We've got um, uh, a pipeline that we're constructing from, I mentioned Spring Creek Dam. Mm. So we're um, uh, constructing a pipeline from Spring Creek Dam straight up into our tri- treatment plant. Uh, the treatment plant facility is on Isley Road. Previously, what we used to do was release water from Spring Creek Dam over through through the streams down into into Sumer Park Dam. So obviously there's a lot of losses as you go down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a it's oh, I think it's a good four or five kilometres between the two dams. Okay. So there's a lot of losses in in the creek bed as as if you release water that way. By constructing a pipeline from that dam up to the, direct up to the treatment plant, you don't lose as much water and you can okay. pump straight up into the treatment plant. Um, the other project we're doing at the moment, and it's in its early stages, is a, is a second stage of the Blackman Swamp Creek stormwater harvesting project. Um, so once again, it's, I think it's around about five, five and a half million dollar project. Uh, it involves a wetland uh, in Jilba Street. Uh, we've had a lot of community engagement uh, in, in regards to what that community down there, including the Indigenous community, what they'd like to see down yeah, there as far as the wetland is concerned. Mm. So, and not only... Not only that, it, it becomes a uh, community asset. You yeah, know, for absolutely. That, that like particular... the others that are around town yeah, that we yeah. see. Yeah, so it'll be exactly the same mm. as as the the wetlands in uh, in Ploughman's mm. Ploughman's Valley yeah. um, wetlands. Uh, be the same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I said, there's been a number of community workshops, and there's been a really good uh, uh, focus from the community in regards to input into the process of what they actually want down there. So it's a good project. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it's really exciting. Well, thanks for the insight, Wayne. It's been great to have you in. Okay, thank you. If you're looking for a place where water makes the biggest difference to the height of Sumer Park Dam, you jump in the car and head out on Isley Road to Summer Hill Creek. Comms team member Alan travelled to the bridge to find out just how fast the water is flowing there. Thanks, Holly. This is Alan Reader, and we've come to a bridge overlooking Summerhill Creek to find out some more about where the water is getting into Sumer Park Dam for the first time in this quantity for quite a while. Part of Orange's water, t- Orange City Council's water team, John Francis. John, is it good news to see this amount of water coming into Sumer Park Dam from a creek? Yeah. Hi, Alan, and thank you. It's it's a real it's really good news. It's a really good sight. Um, it's a nice sunny day here, and, and watching the water flow in. The flows coming in today aren't, aren't as high as they've been in the last few days, but look, we take everything we can at the moment, and uh, yeah, it's really pleasing. Going back a few months, this was a trickle, almost nothing going in for a long time. Then what are the numbers for, say, over the last six months uh, compared to what's happened the last couple of days? Yeah, we've had about 900 megalitres flow into Sumer Park Dam uh, from the catchment over the last six months. Uh, in the last five days... Uh, we've, uh, that's contributed about half of that volume. So about 450-odd megalitres has flowed in. So it's been... The, the rainfall uh, since the weekend has been awesome. It's been really pleasing to see. 
that heavy rain over the, the last weekend was the, was the big factor. It's also about how wet the catchment area is uh, between uphill, upstream in Summerhill Creek. Yeah, of course, and um, we've been we saw some uh, low level inflows prior to the rainfall on the weekend. So we're getting about one to two megalitres uh, inflow, and uh, once that rainfall came, of course, with the saturated catchment, it effectively sheeted off the top, and um, the big flows uh, poured in. So. Yeah, pleasing to see. The reason this creek is flowing is because of a really wet catchment upstream from this bridge that we're standing on now. Our stormwater harvesting system also makes a, a major contribution. Is that about the drawing water from car parks and roads and footpaths? Yeah, sure. The hard stand areas in the, in the urban catchment, whenever there's a little bit of rain, we get really good runoff. And that's the benefit of the stormwater harvesting s scheme. It's a more consistent provider uh, we talked, I gave you some figures there before over the last six months and where uh, we've had about 900 megalitres flow into Sumer Park Dam. Over that same period, uh, the stormwater harvesting schemes provided about 740 odd megalitres. So it's up there in terms of its importance. We've got two stormwater harvesting systems, one with a wetland and one that's about to get one in a couple of years' time. How do those two systems compare in terms of how, they, how much water they contribute? Blackman Swamp Creek provides about two-thirds of the supply into the stormwater harvesting scheme in comparison to Ploughman's Creek. Ploughman's Creek is a smaller catchment area and, and that's the basis for that change. It's interesting that um, that two-thirds two -thirds and one-thirds ratio was also what was modelled. So what we saw in the last six months is very close to what was, what was modelled um, in, the, in the building of those schemes uh, back in time. As a member of the water team, um, you guys lose a bit of sleep from time to time in our dry patches. As we've notched in up 2 or 3% in Simmer Park Dam, is there a sense of palpable relief or is that putting it too, too strongly? <laughs> no, it's, um, it's certainly, there's been some, some smiles around the office and, and out in the field, so it's really nice and I, th I think it's the same across the whole community. We might feel it a little bit more, but um, look, I'm aware as... as Everyone in the water team are. The, the community's been doing their part um, over, over the dry period and um, look, we, uh, it's, it's really, really nice uh, from a workload but also from a community's perspective to um, see uh, supplies uh, finally heading in the right direction. Thanks for that, Alan. Now over to the man himself, Orange City Council CEO, Dave Waddell. Morning all. Well, that was great to hear from the engineers about the water situation. It is such a relief. 33% we're almost on. And I've always said if we go into spring at 40%, then I'm a happy man. Um, throw in a couple of new projects in the future and Bob's your uncle. Sad to hear Jan Richards is leaving, our great um, lady who runs our library and indeed runs the whole regional library setup. Um, she's going to retire and head off to Tasmania, so that was poignant this week for us. COVID, this weekend, it's fire Festival. I'm really conscious that there's tension around town, there's tension amongst the staff, there's flights coming in from Victoria, you've probably read about them. Let's take the opportunity to reset and just, I want you all to revisit the rules, what you do day to day, washing hands, separation. Please let's do that because we don't want to let the lid off this thing. And finally, a big thanks to Kyle, Holly and Lucas, little podcast company. They, they set us off doing these podcasts. So cheers, guys. Great job. 